Hello, welcome to The Outliers. We welcome, now welcome. have an intro song. <gasps> Exciting. Thank you to the incredibly awesome Mr. Pink Williams for providing us with that. He is like, he, he just always like, I asked him and like within a few days, he got it to me. I, I was like so amazed. He gave us like an awesome discount for it too. Like the, <sighs> the dude is absolute legend. A legend saint. Fucking amazing. Go give him some like attention. He deserves it. Yes. Anyway, go, go check out his music, uh, YouTube, TikTok, all all of the above, everything. Uh, I'm your I'm your local farm boy nerd who sounds like this, McLean, and with me, it's me, the city boy nerd who sounds like this, Tyler, <laughs> and uh. Besides sounding like two characters from a sitcom where like these guys are unconventional roommates, uh, we are here to talk about Star Wars. But Tyler, what Star Wars are we talking about? Uh, the one and only, the infamous, the controversial, The Last Jedi. I'm going to dare I've... say that this is the most controversial Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's a fair statement. I've never seen people so angry about a movie. i was going i went in with some bias thinking i'm not gonna like this i didn't like it when i saw in theater i liked it actually like dude this movie just fucking slaps i I had my problems with it and i i I, here's the thing with this movie but overall this was a pretty good flick it wouldn't be my top 10 or it wouldn't be like my top five star wars movies maybe and maybe it would be but like it wouldn't be like top three but it's not bad um it's in it's in my top five but granted i will say there's not that many star wars movies so being in the top five isn't really a hard place to crack (laughs) um but i've worked out a lot of the issues that i've had with this movie over the years i loved it in theaters when it first came out and then I was it was like wow this movie's awesome and then I quickly went on the internet and realized like everyone fucking hated it and I'm like wait what what's wrong and then like you watch one or two like oh why the force of Awak- not the force awakens why the last Jedi sucks videos and then all of a sudden those start making sense and I'm like oh okay I guess this movie's just bad now whatever I let the con- I let the internet mob convince me that it was bad but you know what two three years ago I gave it another chance. I'm like, oh, wow, actually, this movie's pretty good. And, like, every time I've seen it since, it just gets better. Because once you realize a lot of the complaints about this movie happen because people just aren't paying attention to what's actually happening. There's actually a really good message in this movie, too. Yeah. Um, Fuck more profiteers. (laughs) Actually, I thought it was that choices have consequences. Choices have actions have consequences. Yes, and also war profiteering sucks. <laughs> um, but particularly like everything from like you know, po- like the rebels take this huge in the beginning. The rebels take this huge gamble and try to disable a ship that they thought they wouldn't have the chance to, and they take. I mean, they succeed, but they take a huge loss yeah. in doing so. Well, this happens. I, I love this. I love the opening scene. It's awesome. Um, this happens because. Uh, Poe, I love Poe Dameron, but he's being a big old dickhead this whole time. 
um, which is important because this comes into one of the bigger complaints about this movie is Admiral Holdo and their her relationship with Poe. Like, oh, why didn't you just tell him what's playing? This was like one because Poe's a fucking dickhead. Um, yeah, like she Poe does nothing to earn her trust. She's obviously given by the fact she's an admiral. She's clearly a high-ranking member of the Rebel Vice Alliance, Vice Admiral. Um, and he is just a cocky pain in the ass. Like, I think the the funny thing they do is they kind of because Poe Dameron's clearly a Han Solo villain. Yeah. Um, like I know people like said, like, oh, this character, this character, this character, like a Han Solo, but like he is so clearly like. They took all that cocky arrogance of Han Solo, but they actually kind of make it detrimental to him. Yeah, that it um, like cost them all those fighters. They caught when he's ordered to pull back because he kept pushing. He jeopardizes everyone multiple times. Like I thought that was like like again, this movie is actions have consequences. Because like this is um as as much as like uh everyone's like oh the fourth order is just the empire blah 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 it's the same trilogy over and over again and like this is a different kind of war. As it was in the beginning, mm-hmm. and especially the state that the resistance is in uh, at the beginning of this movie, they can't really like afford to take big losses like that. And I'm like, yeah, sure, you had the chance to take out the dreadnought, which is he said a fleet killer, but in the process of taking out that thing, you lost your whole fleet pretty much. I think that part of that problem came down to too many people confused the resistance with the republic assuming because they like oh the resistance is obviously like an armed arm of the republic no they're a fringe group yeah there's not that many of them led by a politician who was ousted by like essentially their version of like i don't know a scumbag politician right and then um uh also like i think by the end of that raid in the beginning we only have like 400 people and they have like some allies in like the like stationed around the outer rim, mm-hmm. but that was it. They yeah. had like nothing going on, and like the, they lost their entire bombing run um, fleet after taking out that uh, dreadnought. So notably, like yeah, sure they did it, job was done, but people died a lot of them, and that was a lot of resources. So obviously, Leia would be upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think a lot of people just take an issue with um a man being put in his place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's totally some of that. There's that like I I I I could see a lot of uh projection happening, and you know? like a lot of like I'm I'm just thinking about like all of like the common criticisms I've come across over like you know being a Star Wars fan since this movie came out, and there's like still people in 2023 whose lives are dedicated to shitting on this movie and a lot of the things that they bring up and it's like okay no you just didn't watch the movie and we're gonna get to more of that stuff <laughs> um later especially with luke skywalker which that's a whole different fucking yeah iceberg I, that we get to that to we can get to that but like that was the best part of this movie was the luke skywalker stuff yeah it's like um, a, it's a t- it, it's admittedly a tough pill to swallow i even like the Again, let's remember, people got so fucking upset that the actress who played Rose and Daisy Ridley quit Instagram, which fuck you for making Daisy Ridley stop sharing pictures of herself <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, this is a this is a fucking Daisy Ridley stand podcast. 
And if you <laughs> have a problem easy. with that, we will fight in a park at Wawa parking lot. Tyler will back me up. Yeah. Uh, we're also a, a, a John Boyega stand podcast. I'm just starting that now. Oh, my fucking man is been slept on so hard this fucking series. Like he enforced a way, like, okay, my, all my criticisms, I feel like I didn't like the direction they were taking John Boyega by this movie already. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I know like people have said he pretty much doesn't exist in the ninth movie. Uh, he does. It's just not in the way we would have liked it. <laughs> But, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of, like, one of my complaints is I wanted him to kind of turn into this, like, rogue kind of, like, he's, like, a former member of, like, he, they only really do it once, kind of, where it's, like, he, when he's, they're doing the whole undercover thing later on. But, like, the idea of him as, like, knowing how the First Order operates, like, he feels like he should have been a more vital asset than they ever really made him out to be. Yeah, like I, I will agree with one criticism. I do think his storyline in this, it kind of got convoluted. It, I, it's just like not as interesting as the. Like, it's as, not as interesting. As, I that's think the problem. The problem is you had like three different like. There's an A, B, and then a C, but they're trying to give each of them a little too much time. That felt like because there was that three way split, it got a little like. It just there wasn't enough time to quite follow just the two storylines that were going as n- enough, and, and that is my opinion. No, and I, I and that and that's something I totally agree with because there's there's a lot going on, and like, um, because for me, I'm most interested in what's going on with Ray and Luke, and we get a lot of that, but then I'm like, okay, I guess we're gonna go chill with the uh, Finn and Rose for a little bit, and then we're back with Poe on the ship staging a mutiny because he didn't like being told what to do. <laughs> so there's a lot going on. It's all essential. And, oh, the, I think I think the biggest, one of the biggest uh, things that people don't love about this movie is Canto Bite, which, like, I agreed with until I rewatched it again. I'm like, wow, this really, like, doesn't take up as much screen time as I thought. Like, that's, like... The, what, the casino? Yeah, it, it's really, like, not that Yeah, bad. my problem is it isn't the existence of that place it's that they don't really give anything enough time in this move like yeah. any of those storylines enough time like this and this is my biggest problem of this movie is that um oh my god uh glass onion director director of this ryan johnson ryan johnson i think is an incredible director but mm-hmm. i think he was kind of forced to work Eh, like kind of forced to try to diverge these storylines a little too much if that makes sense yeah and i think if maybe they had mind finn and finn and poe's storyline or had them on a different storyline together that would have been more beneficial while also kind of like uh an empire like and I, I don't, I'm not saying this should have been an Empire clone, but in Empire, you have Luke on his own journey, and then you have our, our other band of rogues on their own journey. Right. They don't really become, like, also, again, I am a, I am a Finn Poe believer, so wouldn't have been complaining. Finn Poe, uh, Finn Poe truther. Yes. Like oh okay come on when like when 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 Finn walks out in the fucking leaking bag suit and he's like 
Yeah, that's not how you that's that's not how you greet your homie. That's like <laughs> no, like no, for no. example, if Tyler walked out like that, I'd go. <laughs> It was like, oh my god, you're great. I'm so happy to see you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, say, um, hey, I'm happy to see you. You're not friend. Dudes don't greet each other like that. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm like, the main trio doesn't really become a trio until the third movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the problem is be, like the, the implying that they're a trio kind of makes it feel like there was stuff that happened between movies that we missed but there really isn't like Like, you get the sense like for example you get the sense between empire or between new hope and empire that there's like a lot going on Mm -hmm. in scale like han is now a member of the rebels um you know there's clearly been like more stuff going on between those movies this movie feels a little too much like it picks up right after yeah it picks up pretty much right after uh the force awakens which not much which is like "Eh, it's fine there's there's like a significant time gap between this movie and uh the rise of skywalker i believe but this one there's like not much at all um let's talk about my least favorite character of these movies which doesn't mean he's a bad character kylo ren I disagree, brother. He's my favorite character. I, I don't. I didn't say I hate him. I just said of all the characters, I find him the. Le- I think he's the least interesting. I think. I, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I of wish, all the main, I, w- I wish C3PO stayed in the, in the original trilogy. I can't tell you how. Like I, okay, C3PO is one of those characters who I kind of like. When I saw, him, I just went. <sighs> I was so disappointed to remember he was in this movie. Dog, like that's my boy. You know, he's 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 a classic, but who does not need to be in this trilogy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, see you. Um but I I I I'm I dig I like I'm I'm digging Kyla's story in this movie. Oh no, like he, they did a really good job. Like I also think you have the the paradigm of like Hux like trying to take shots to kill him at every given moment is <laughs> incredibly accurate to fascist in my opinion. Yes. Um, so like he is my boss and he's in my sights. I should try to shoot him right now. Yeah, and uh, that 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 has payoff in the next movie, which we'll talk about whenever we get to it. Yep. Um, but I really love Kylo Ren's story in this movie, and. Uh, the the other thing that internet criticisms that people just don't pay attention to the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, one the message of this of the film is is not let the past die that's what the bad guy says mm-hmm. that's not the moral of the film and um important thing that happens in this movie that I, I've heard people get upset about is uh, how, like, you know, Kylo Ren's origin story, which is explored in this movie. Um, and I, I think it's really, like, I, I get it. I think it's pretty well done. But the thing is, we hear that story three separate times. And none of them are really the same. No. There's, there's we, we first, I'm pretty sure, first we get Luke's story for, um, Luke approaches Kylo when he's like, or, or Ben Solo when he's sleeping, and he's just like, 
I sensed the dark side in him, and it's like I wanted to go check on him, and then like Ben kind of turned on me, you know, and it was like a complete shock. And then we hear Kylo Ren's story, and he's like, "No, actually, Luke tried to fucking kill me. He had his lightsaber out and everything." And then you get the truth, which is the more neutral pr- perspective, when Luke kind of had to like come to terms with what happened. And it's like, yeah, I had like a brief moments where it was like I felt fear in the darkness that this child was harboring inside of him and for a second he ignited the lightsaber but like the fear passed but by the by that time it was too late which is luke for a second had a bad moment of judgment but like the damage was already done that that second part is the one the sec for some reason the second story is the one that the people cling on to is the one that kylo ren tells them like that's not what happened (laughs) Like, watch the movie. Luke didn't just, like, try to murder him. But, like, um, the way that, like, this trilogy plays with the conflict inside Kylo's heart is really interesting. Because, like, the way he's... I I really love how much he's, like, trying to be Vader. But, like, deep down in his heart that he knows that's just, like, not him. And there's so many people out there that are like trying, trying to like reach out, like, "Hey, uh, Ben, you you still got people that'll care for you." And he's just like, "No, I have to fulfill my duty to the dark side." Yeah. And I and I I love how that ties in with Ray, um, because they go on an interesting journey together throughout it. This. Yeah, I think I like. Okay, this is a complaint I have about the movie, but it's not the movie's fault. The worst thing that came out of this, I thought, was the fandom that really liked the Ray and Kylo Ren just from this movie. Oh, the Raylos. <laughs> not the Raylos. <laughs> hate it when fandoms have like a name like that. Um, yeah, and I think... Shit, I can't talk shit. I think... <laughs> and I know what happens in the next movie with that. And I kind of like the idea of them of them having more of a connection, not in any other way, but the idea of like their connections through the force, just purely because of like how powerful they both are. Yeah. Because as we, I already know the spoiler for the ninth movie. We find out like she has an incredibly powerful connection to the force through her yeah. lineage. And he does as well. Cause he's a Skywalker. They're perfect foils of each other. Yeah. Um, and I think that playing that connection, almost like they are the founders of, or like the current most powerful sides of both the spectrums of the force there could be right now, mm-hmm. rather than what they try to do, I think is more interesting than what they do with it. And that's a really interesting aspect of this movie is they're communicating through essentially happenstance. Yeah. They, it's uh, literally the force for forcing them to confront <laughs> The force is making them confront each other. They have a—it's called a force dyad. Yeah, where they have like, um, force FaceTime, pretty much. Um, they're able to communicate with each other from very far away, but they're also like able to like interact with each other's surroundings in a weird way. It's it's very the way they shot it made me think it's like a really interesting plane of existence, almost. Yeah. Where they somehow are both there and not there. 
I actually thought like that that was incredibly interesting concept. The the way they dove into the force of this movie really overall was just the power, the fear that comes with it was incredible. I think because um like I was like I was saying before like they are a perfect foil of each other, and uh you were I guess you mentioned you already know the spoiler for from the next one is um. Ben Solo and uh, Ray are are both like embodying the side of the force that is the opposite of what their expected nature is to be. Yeah. Um, and they're being pulled from from opposite sides, which in in the way that is uh visualized is really cool because like of course like Ray Ray is a good person. She's trying to uh, train with Luke Skywalker and the ways of the Jedi and the light, but she has this uh, deep uh, inherent darkness within her. And that's pulling at her in this way, but fucking Ben over here, he's got the mighty Skywalker blood. And also Kylo the legend, the hero Kylo Ren too is, I, I, I think the, an interesting thing parallel to him is like, he wants to acknowledge Vader. He wants to know Vader. And I think justly Snoke's like, no, you don't. You won't want to know. Because I think Snoke knows what Vader did as in his last moments. He, he doesn't. The thing is, like, uh, he wants to be Vader, but he doesn't know Anakin. Yeah. And those are, and like, I think they're the same Snoke, person. And but I think different. Snoke fears him finding that out. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know to the extent of which, like, that is known about because uh, like snoke is incredibly powerful yeah no but like it's like ray knew about what uh luke skywalker did for anakin in his final moments right and i and i assume that that i feel like ben would know that too yeah but like I, unless maybe snoke was feeding him a different like version of the history it's like no which, he was loyal servant that's a lie kind of thing I that, would, that again, would also make sense and i think that is an interesting reflection on like why snoke's like you know that, that take that stupid thing off don't you know why you know why look back at this you know you shouldn't do that um yeah uh the chase see thing too i do get why people wouldn't like that it's kind of slow but i think it's also incredibly fitting right like it's it is like a you know you're the first order in its like in typical fashion of that faction is just kind of like trying to buy its time so it can do this massive attack they have the power of resources Mm mm-hmm at their disposal so like they don't mind waiting it out especially if like this is whatever is like on this transport ship or like this it, that's pretty much the entire resistance so if they just wait out the resistance they win it's over yeah um that's their whole leadership that's all of their weapons everything yeah and they know that the that there's absolutely no commitment by the uh by the first by the republic to stand up to them right because they can't what are they gonna do yeah fight back that's (laughs) impossible um yeah 
the new shield del toro now let's talk about so i actually thought like you know i thought like the idea uh, problem i had is they kind of treat like is i think it works for finn that he's not like a hero of the resistance so when he does get apprehended by uh, rose i thought that actually worked out well like that makes sense he's kind of only been with them for like what four days five yeah days? no because he wasn't even in the resistance until like, i know people said why like or were like why would she arrest her like she's he's a hero of the resistance no he hasn't He's been with them for five days. Yeah, no, and like he's he's he has the reputation of a hero because he did a lot in the last movie, but like he was never like he wasn't like formally part of the resistance. Like there's a different there's also like again like recurring theme of like um especially with Luke, but like the difference between reputation uh and reality. That that plays up with Finn right here, because like, yeah, sure, rep- Finn has the reputation of uh being the hero over the resistance at this point but like the reality is is different for Finn and the same thing with Luke Skywalker he's like yeah Luke Skywalker the legend he saved the galaxy from the empire he's the Jedi master fucking but like the reality is like no Luke's just a person and he fucked up majorly and now he's gotta live with that for the rest of his life on this isolated planet and i'm not i like i'm not really so certain like those two stories are meant to like interconnect like that but it's it's a, it, it it does like come up multiple times well and i feel like he's also in a position of he's constantly feels the need to prove himself as like a apt member of the resistance right and she obviously i think feels a bit of uh guilt for the fact her sister died and she didn't mm-hmm so I think there's, uh, I think it's a completely appropriate for um, them to want to be like both going above and beyond to try to do something for, you know, the resistance, try to get a hand up to it's the point so much, where it kind of bites them in the ass even. It's not so much like for Finn, I like, I don't, it's, it's not so much the resistance. It's more so the people. Yeah, and like he's he's dipping because like oh shit, Ray. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta I gotta find Ray. This is a doomed ship. I gotta get out of here. I don't really. He's like he. It's not so much he's dedicated to the resistance. He's just like I've got homies. Um, and I see I know, uh, a failing ship when I see one. I gotta get out of here because it's more about self preservation. But now he has like somebody to care about. So that's what changes from like I, I honestly I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I I mean to me like it it is definitely their story goes, and yeah the casino I think was a little much and I I don't know, it wasn't like but people make it out like it was half the movie it was like like it really wasn't that long. <laughs> no, I mean honestly they could have probably made it way more fucking interesting if they got rid of a little bit of Poe's story. I think if they shortened the chase stuff and maybe, I don't know. I think it would be better if our main three characters were interacting with each other a little bit more, yeah. or at least two of them were. Finn and Ray don't meet until the end of this movie. Yeah. I mean, like they were like in the same room in the force awakens, but they don't formally meet each other <laughs> until this movie. Yeah. At the you end. Mean po- you mean Poe Dameron and. And uh, Ray. Ray. Yeah. I you said, said Finn I say Finn. I don't know why I thought Ray and Ray and Poe didn't meet yeah. <laughs> really until the end of this movie. 
which is kind of wild. Um, but like, I mean, I, the, I I do like how it all comes together at the end. Um, on crate, which is one of my favorite Star Wars planets because it just looks so damn cool. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna. Uh, well, yeah, gonna and it was ahead. a really different climate because it wasn't like a snow planet. It wasn't like a desert planet. It was this weird salt something. Yeah, <laughs> like it was crystalline, crystalline planet. It was a really weird and interesting planet. Oh, and like the red, the red and the white together is yeah. so cool. This is like I think this is the best Star Wars has ever looked visually. Yeah, the last Jedi is like, uh, like even I think even the sacrifice in the end there is a is what really cool. Just that whole like pisses them off by sheer like I've denied you the ability to kill me. Yes, that is the most baller fucking move ever. Yeah. All right, let's talk more about Luke Skywalker because yeah, let's talk Ray. That's my man right there. I like that Luke hates the idea that he was the hero. Right. And you know, a lot of people were like upset like, oh, this isn't the Luke Skywalker I knew. Blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's Imagine if point you fumbled the, the bag so bad the Nazis came back and now had a new Hitler. That yeah. is how he feels. And the new Hitler just so happens to be your nephew. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how bad I would feel? Right. <laughs> and and like um, but the whole thing about uh Luke is that there's a thing in movies that's called um character development that it's it's a little hard for some people to understand. I get it, but Luke at the beginning of the movie is not the same as he is by the end because he learns his lesson, he grows as a person, and yeah. By the end of the movie, he does become that same Luke Skywalker that you used to know. Um, it's just this wacky thing that like show that movies do to like show that people can change and grow and change their minds over time. So <laughs> when Luke le- Luke in the beginning of the movie says the Jedi need to end. You don't just take that as his character the, for the entire movie because he learns that he was wrong. Yeah. And he doesn't agree with that no, statement anymore. Because none of the people who hate this movie actually saw it. They watched the trailer, <laughs> fucking got weird about it, you know, they watched, tweeted like, about it, then <laughs> video got essays back, about then why the last and were made like there isn't there that one guy who has like a seven hour long or 12 hour long critique of the last jedi probably i don't know it's like here let me help you here's what you're gonna do you are gonna go down to fucking home depot buy a wood chipper throw your computer everything you own in there walk into the woods and just figure out survival from there because you just need to fucking return to like basic minimum man and figure your shit out because clearly life has been way too nice to you or and your ability to access things like healthcare and a computer is too much because you have the time to make a 12-hour fucking video about About why you hated a stupid movie i know i'm being hypocritical here because we take an hour a week to bitch about a bad movie that we choose once in a while 
But you know what? We have fun while we're doing it. And we're not just sitting in some crybaby rage fest like a bunch of fucking assholes. There's also like a difference between just like hopping on a call and talking about it versus making a structured video essay. That's <laughs> but uh, I, I digress. Uh, um, Luke's story is really good. Um, I forgot what movie we're talking about. We talked about, about right the there, last Jedi. Like, oh, it's just I don't know. It's, I I I have a thing with how the internet like skewed the view on this movie and a lot of people, but like I think. I think it's really well done, especially Luke Skywalker, because Luke's my favorite character. It's a basic bitch answer, I know, because he's the main character, whatever. Like, oh, you want me to say fucking glup shit over from uh, episode uh, 32 of The Clone Wars? Sorry. <laughs> I like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um, so, uh, of course, like, again, I do think it is, like, kind of a hard pill to swallow, because, like, it hurts to see your heroes like that. Um, but like, I think the way that like he grows as a person throughout this whole thing, um, and the way that he ends his own stories on his his own story on his own terms is really damn cool. Um, yeah, it's funny because like he he has a um, line in the beginning, like, "What do you want? What do you expect me to do? Like, stand down and like face face the entire first order with a laser sword?" And that's exactly what he does. <laughs> by the at the end uh in a much cooler way um than what it was expected um i know a lot of people didn't really love that but i did it's awesome i think the duel between kylo ren and luke at the end of the movie is my favorite lightsaber duel in star wars it's that's i know that i don't know if it's a hot take or not but it's so good yeah, it's not I, even a duel. I like my personal opinion is that like this was like oh yeah that like that multi sword fight aboard Snoke ship between like everyone I think is really really fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool, and I'm sorry that like the background actors like are the choreography isn't so great on them. I don't care. I'm not looking at the background actors. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no one is. I hate. Again, this is part of the reason I am like three steps away from my own fucking Butlerian jihad, where we reset everyone to monkey by like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What? It's it's Star Wars. <laughs> I know, but like I hate every time someone's like, "Oh, look, you can see the crew in the background of the scene after I paused, and did frame by frame, and zoomed in times three hundred, so I can see this guy's wristwatch." If, if if you zoom in and pause the movie at, at like three frames a second, you could see the, the background guard. He, he was dual wielding the knife, but like the other knife disappears when he does that little move. But like, who cares? Like, I hate, <laughs> I can't describe how much I hate these people who think they're so fucking clever because either they took the waste of their fucking time looking for these mistakes. Or because they they looked up a list of fucking mistakes in this movie and they think they sound so fucking clever because they pointed out and act like that's the downfall. That's the smoking gun. The movie sucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, and it's on both sides of the stupid fucking political brain dead spectrum we have of like, this movie's too woke. Yeah. Women will have sex with me. And then like, oh, well, actually, like, this is just capitalism gone rogue. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. Both of you shut up and walk into the woods. (laughs) 
learn survival techniques, do something, learn how to farm or garden. Like there's so many things you could be doing with your time. This is this, this do be like cinema sins land of like nitpicking minor things. And then like, like, see, see, this is why the movie stinks. Uh, don't get good. me started on cinema sins. It's, like it's, I, it, I it, hate what cinema sins has done. That cinema sins has done to critics. I hate what's done to yeah. film people. Well, that's I that's, hate... that's kind of like what a lot of the complaints about the last Jedi end up being is like, oh, oh, ooh, this is a little inconsistency. That like i don't think there's like a single move like there's definitely other movies but like i feel like this is this there's few movies that are like put against like so much scrutiny as this one and i'm like shout out to our old film (laughs) professor ashley brandon but she once said something like that like it's okay to make mistakes like that in the background because people should be focusing on what you have in the foreground like what you're shooting yeah and 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 like the team up fight with Ray and Kylo is cool. I didn't notice, like, uh, like, because I have seen these nerds go, like, oh, you can see this guy pause because the cues late. Of course, that happens. That happens in every goddamn movie with a fight scene. Like, fucking pause, like, pause a random frame on like the big battles in Lord of the Rings. You'll probably see shit. Like I like that you're a much bigger fan of this movie than I am, and I'm like, I like just going, no, fuck you. This movie's all right. It's just it doesn't <laughs> mean. So angry about this three out of five. (laughs) I I I like I like I I but it's just I'm so fucking done with like this is a side tangent, but like we really live in the worst time of media literacy yet. Yeah. I I I also thought the starships in this one were pretty cool. It was so yeah no like I I think I'll like I love me some X wing action. And this is all like all the space battles are awesome. Like everything's good. It's it's Star Wars. Like it's it's not that much different from the other movies. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Like I thought the big giant star destroyer that had like docking ports for other star destroyers, Snoke ship was really fucking cool. It's like, so cool. Like that thing the- was awesome. It was like huge. It was bulk, and it was like yes, this thing that's Star Wars. The design team like space so map. well. The, I thought like even like the bomber things. I know some people were like, "This is the worst Star Wars design ever." No, it's not. We have had seen worse Star Wars designs. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> where, um, have you watched Star Wars? Um, but like they the used a women's razor so for a, for a phone in one movie. Like, oh, everything like. Um, like if you if you like even if you like just turn your brain off or whatever, like it's like good star wars you get your action you get your characters you get your lightsaber fights you get your space battles whatever like just, everything's there and it all looks really d- well good it's shot well there's a really good like the cgi is really good but also like the, the, the way they're mix- able to mix like practical effects and real locations into it is awesome um like like the island that luke is living uh living on is a real place in ireland and like it's gorgeous, like I'm like they shot. I'm pretty sure they shot that all on location, and everything, and like like that. And like honestly, like shooting location in like big budget movies like this, it's kind of like uh, I know. And like the criticism of the blue milk thing, I don't think was worth it. Were was <laughs> worth it. throw a joke? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, and like honestly, it's like it's like milking a cow. It's yeah, it's just it's just, it's just the alien. <laughs> it's just, the alien it's just looks funny. weird. 
it is <laughs> he's just being this big ass alien he's like i'm gonna poke your titty real quick <laughs> <You can> just... <laughs> I, hey that is what milking a cow is essentially yeah uh, although um if you think about it like how do like how do you know for sure that that milk is safe to drink luke had to like look at that thing once and i'm I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm really thirsty. Why risk it all to get a sip of that? You know what? I did bring back Hitler. So if this kills me, I deserve it. Dog, imagine uh, Luke Skywalker being taken out by green titty milk. <laughs> by space diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Um, Luke had to, yeah, no, he had to test that out. Like he did. There's I'm no sure, way he like, just inherently I'm sure like that. he had like a, a little guidebook somewhere. It's like, or he had like one of the other, or probably like the aliens that like live on the islands and maintenance him, which is which I think are hilarious because like Ray mm. is such a menace to these poor people. <laughs> the entire <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, I don't like the porks, but also I don't like them because I have a really stupid reason. I kind of wish when they were like in the Millennium Falcon, Chewbacca just grabbed one and ate it right there. <laughs> like, like whatever like the thing is like they don't feature enough in the movie for me to be mad about it i'm like okay cool there's just they just that's just another thing that they ended to like sell more toys cool whatever <laughs> don't care for some for some people people really some, for some reason people don't really like, don't like horrors i'm like dog like they have like maybe like three minutes of screen time <laughs> it's not that deep do you just like like and I know, like, a lot of people, like, aren't really, like, a huge fan of the humor in this movie, which is, like, whatever, like, fine, it's, if it's not your cup of tea, but, like, I don't think it's, like, too, it's that bad to the extent, like, where you can, like, because the thing is, like, it's, like, oh, it's, like, Marvel movie level humor, and, like, no, it's not, like, sure, they got jokes, and they it's a little bit more jokey than the previous movies, but, like, it's not, like, that level, I don't think yet. <laughs> Like it's it does know when to take itself seriously, but when you do have those brief moments of like levity, like it's fine. I know I'm not gonna have kind things to say about nine. Maybe I will. I don't know. But like, I have not heard good things about nine. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of dreading that one. See, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a nine hater. But the way I will be talking about that movie next mm-hmm. next time we talk about it. It will sound like this is like this is my mag like my favorite movie of all time because of the way I have to defend this movie from dumbass criticisms. I like yeah, I can't like I don't know. I, I feel like the people who are like you know, Star Wars has become nothing more but just like another contrived thing ruined by like the capitalist system of Disney are like hick me socialist if that makes sense and then of course just everyone else is a fucking moron who's like who's like been hit on the head by a rock and it's still implanted in their schools like oh this is all bullshit because there's a black stormtrooper and they all sound like ray they, ray doesn't doesn't do training but she's so strong i'm like she's just training um, she spends this, this, she this whole movie does as much training as luke does <laughs> this, whole, this whole movie pretty much is Luke's training <laughs> she was an orphan on a desert planet her life was training. <laughs> this whole movie. By the way, I, my brain's so broken that when Kylo Ren does the spinning maneuver in his fighter, um, all I could think was the fucking Anakin saying, "Let's try spinning." Oh. 
Oh, speaking of spinning, it's I noticed this little detail in the rewatch is like in the throne room scene, mm-hmm. um, when uh Ray uh, uses the force to grab fucking Kylo's lightsaber out of his like out of his side. At some point, like it gets like thrown back to him, and it's on the floor, mm-hmm. and he looks at it like he sees it spinning on the floor, mm-hmm. and he's just like, and like you can you could see the gears in his brain turning when because when you know what happens later. Because yeah. the way that he sees it on the floor is exactly the same way that he was able to use uh, the blue lightsaber to cut Snoke in half. Yeah. It's cool. It's like a little Which, detail. And I like, okay, that's totally a Han Solo move. Yeah. <laughs> if Han Solo could do, use the force. <laughs> Han Solo, so like there's this thing in Star Wars, Lauren, you know the question of like, why don't Jedi ever just turn off their lightsaber to break a lock and then turn it back on? Mm-hmm. to engage there's a whole thing that both sides never do that it's because pussy they, shit. it's dishonorable no like yeah, the no, Sith are like that's some pussy shit the the jedi are like that's dishonorable it's not fair we're better than that no they're i i, I love how they could have to like totally go got him I, I can't imagine what a menace Han Solo would become if he was a jedi <laughs> That that sounds like that sounds like a really fun fan fiction to have. Well, give me your money. Han, I'm your master. Oh, man, that that dude would be <laughs> absolute menace. But <laughs> um, he, the man was a like I mean a little bit. What I like about Solo, we understand that the man could be a menace with a rock and the belief that he himself has made himself believe that rock is a hand grenade. Yeah. Like uh, one of one of the least one of my least favorite things that people say about this movie is like it's a really good movie, but it's not a good Star Wars movie. That's not true. This movie's really Star Wars. Are you? I can reasonably say that like some of the things I don't like about it are because it's really Star Wars. Yeah, dude. Like this is like one of the most Star Wars movies out there. Like everything about it is just like so. It like it embodies the entire series. By the way. Um, get ready for some incredibly normal reactions because apparently they uh, they said they want to put both Mark Hamill and like the current people in charge of Star Wars said they want to experiment with putting Mar- uh, Luke Skywalker on the sp- on the LGBTQ spectrum. Yeah, good for it. Um, Dude, which uh, that's, I mean, like people have been hand- headcanning Luke as gay for years. So. <laughs> he he just has that strong twink energy. Um. Dude, when he rolls up into fucking uh, Tatooine with the Chanel boots in Return of the Jedi, yeah, that's, that's when you know <laughs> that is like you know, I, I like. Here's the thing: I'm advocating make Luke Skywalker pansexual. Pansexuals need more representation. Well, like this is a, this is a classic, uh, um, like Mark Hamill interview when like when he's talking about somebody who like thought Luke was gay, and he's like, "Dude, if you think Luke is gay, then he's gay." That's yeah. it. That's, that's uh, my it. head cannon for every character is every character is bisexual to proven otherwise. <laughs> yeah. But like uh, this this is like everything that I love about Star Wars. You got your ship fights, you got your lightsaber battles, but you also have like, you know, really solid characters. And I, I like love... that there's that the message of actions have consequence. They yeah. you know. Finn does his thing to try. It doesn't work out. There's consequences. Pose gamble consequences. The resistance consequences. But also, the, also big points in this movie. 
Um, it's because like it, I think it's like it fixes a big thing that the Star Wars fandom has had for, for, since the since the Phantom Menace. Uh, is that like bloodlines don't really mean shit? <laughs> yeah. In in the grand scheme of things, I'm like sure it does like impact to an extent like how powerful you are in the Force, but like. You aren't destined to become your ancestors. Just, yeah. Like just because you're a Skywalker, that doesn't mean you need to be a great hero. Just because you're a Palpatine, that doesn't mean you need to be the greatest fucking villain in the galaxy. Um, and it's like they, and the thing with Star Wars, like about it, has always been about really like you know found family and like the connections you make are like in life are more important than the ones that you're born with too. And like, that's, that's a big part of this movie. <laughs> and Luke, Luke straight up just says that it was like, Oh, uh, when he realizes how wrong he was about Kylo, it's like, shit, I thought with my, with his Skywalker blood and my hubris, I could make the next great Jedi and look where that got me exiled on this bitch ass planet by myself for 30 years wallowing in my depression yeah i don't know i feel like people watched this movie once never gave it another chance yeah i'm Um, really glad i gave it another chance i actually kind of give down the reason i didn't like it so much was simply for um the fact that i had a bad watching experience when i saw it which because there was this kid behind us who wouldn't shut the (laughs) fuck up um, and if you're out there, kid, you're my worst enemy. Know that. You ruined a Star Wars movie for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. That is, you, that is not... I, every bad thing that has happened to you has been me working in the shadows to orchestrate that. I, 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 like, here's the thing. I'm thinking about this like this is three years ago. That's still a kid. That kid is old enough that he is also probably a man now. Yeah. So there's a struggle. <laughs> See, like... I, that's how long ago these movies came out i keep thinking yeah, this this, came, this came out, out year, in so. 2017 and there's still people out there dedicated to like hating this movie I'm like, literally so on. much of the people who were like going after glass onion because ryan johnson made it were doing it because they were still butt hurt about fucking yeah, glass like, about fucking the last jedi which is like it, it's like it, no, I'm not going to wear a helmet because, uh, you know, this guy wore one once. So I'm just going to go do my, you know, no wearing a helmet while I'm on my like motorcycle or no wearing a seatbelt because, you know, Ryan Johnson wore his seatbelt once. Like, it, see, there's there's so many movies out there that I don't like. I don't. There's there's plenty of them. And you know what I do about those movies? I just don't watch them. Minus the ones I make you watch, right? But that's that's a different like. But that's a different. Doing, but like we're okay. Here's the thing though: we would never go out of our way to watch those movies if it wasn't for this podcast. Like, do you think me, Damos, and Tyler would sit down like this? Like, would sit down and watch those movies if we didn't know there was content to be made out of it? Right, but like those are movies like we're watching like for content, but also like oh they kind of had like a so bad it's good thing. Like if like I would I, for for our series, I wouldn't pick a movie that I thought was just like boring and I don't like it. It's just gonna make me mad. Um, That's what I do. Because like 
like there's so there's so many movies out there that I don't like, and I just don't watch them. You don't see me like making a fucking hate account about every movie that I didn't like. I'm like I'm not gonna like dedicate my life to like talk about like I I saw Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum I'm not dedicating my life. I didn't like it. I'm not dedicating to my life to talk about like oh the MCU is going to shit right now. Blah blah blah. blah. Ant Man and the Wasp: Worst Movie Ever. Blah blah blah. Like, and I, no. I I saw it, didn't and like it, thing, I fucking moved on. <laughs> the thing I think about the MCU is they actually did something smart. They gave a lot of people a drop-off point. Yeah. Oh, that is funny. I didn't... Okay, sidebar. I didn't know when you raise your hand on screen, it picks it up as you raising your hand in Zoom. You have to, like, have your fingers together, I think, and be, like, facing perfectly straight on. Mm. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, May, like, don't cut that out. <laughs> I, I don't uh, have a dedicated hate account to uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania talking about how it ruined my childhood. It ruined the MCU. It's it's fucking the worst thing that has ever happened. Uh, but there's so there are people out there for the Last Jedi. I was like, oh, this ruined Star Wars. Star Wars, blah, 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 it's not canon. Blah 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 blah. This is the worst movie ever. And like, fucking five years later, they're still bitching. I can tell you for a fact, it's not the worst movie ever. I've watched several. Of, every time I've watched the worst movie ever, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> it's not like, like I'm okay if you don't like it. I don't care. Like I'm not like. <laughs> You know, we're unless you watch the technically movie like, catalog, you have no opinion on what the worst movie ever is. How like how pathetic do you have to be to like dedicate yourself to being a hater over like a kid's movie? And listen, I am a fan of dedicating yourself to being a hater. Like I I, I like the idea of being so much of a menace for no uh, no reason whatsoever. It's why like our last uh, uh, technically movie I enjoyed the villain in that so much because he was a hater for the sake of being a hater. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, according to me, the worst movie I've ever seen is Act of Valor, and I know at some point that might not be true. But like, do you like <laughs> go to every fucking Twitter thread? mentioning that movie he's like oh actually <laughs> yeah i'm not adding every navy seal i ever come across like how do you, why why you guys make this shit movie you're not harassing all the actors on social media who are navy seals <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that might be for more of my own longevity uh reasons but yeah i i'm i'm not as uh despite how i might come across on this podcast i'm not as psychotic as you'd be led to believe and like oh and it's just like so it's and i hate like how bad star wars fans have a reputation with harassing the real people involved with making these movies yeah and this did this one did not did did not help that problem whatsoever yeah like ryan johnson breathes and you'll have people in the replies like, oh, The Last Jedi was the worst movie ever. Ryan Johnson's like, hey, I'm giving everyone who uh, didn't like The Last Jedi $100 for free. How fucking dare you, Ryan Johnson? You made The Last Jedi. <laughs> I'll never watch another thing. And then like fucking um, Kelly Marie Tran was bullied for playing Rose for no reason. Like She didn't do anything. She just... You just played a character in a movie, but you 
you're acting like she kicked your puppy. Yeah. Well, and there's definitely a ton of racism going on there. Too. Oh, it's totally racist. Yeah. <laughs> racism and sexism. Like, like the know, way that people treated John, John Boyega, Boyega. The, the second that the Force Awakens trailer came out was like insane. And that it goes again with like The Last Jedi and Rose. So I just, for research persons purposes, I am wrong. Daisy Ridley does now again have an Instagram account, but y'all did make her delete it once. So still not forgiven. Did you know that Ray doesn't have any training? But she's still like the strongest character. I'm driving to New York to fight you tomorrow, Tyler. <laughs> she, I know this how, was a joke. How does, but, she, how does she lift the rocks at the end of the movie? But she, <laughs> I don't know. She, she's, she, why is she so strong? <laughs> it, it's, I, I always find arguments like that. It's like my dad, when I was a kid, used to get annoyed by Sponge when they'd go to the speech at SpongeBob. It used to really bother him. And my mom pointed out, it's like, shouldn't you be more annoyed by the fact there's like talking fish and a sponge? He's like, no, it's just the beach bothers me. And that is like that to me. It's like on the same scale. It's like, why does Ray's ability to know the force bother you more so than everything else going on here? But dude, she moves all those rocks. Yeah. Um, we are even though, even though when Empire strikes back, Yoda. A pretty strong authority on the force, I would say, considering he's like 900 fucking years old and has been a Jedi almost all of his life. He's just like, when he's trying to train Luke and Luke's struggling with the X-Wing, Yoda's like, size matters not, <laughs> pretty much. And of course, like, you take it out as like he's referring to himself because he's small. But like... It's not about the size of the object. It's about the person using the force. And Ray, having come back with all this new force knowledge, training Luke Skywalker, and like, you know, she's like confident in herself and she's like starting to learn how the force works. She's able to pull that off. She's totally calm about it. And she's like, yeah, fuck it. It's not about the size of the rocks. I'm not worried about how heavy or big those rocks are. I can move it because my friends and the resistance need me to do it. And she fucking does it. But no, she, how how is she that strong? Women can't move rock. <laughs> you didn't even watch the original trilogy, dog. Yeah. Come on. It's so pathetic. Why are Star Wars like, I like these like people. This? Like, why are these movies good like the prequels? Oh, I know, it, like, we're gonna eventually have to revisit the prequels at some point. Yeah. And because like, when the prequels came out, everyone was like, oh, these are the fucking worst movies ever. They ruined Star Wars. But then, like, 10, 15 years later, everyone who was a kid when the fucking prequels came out I was like, wow, actually, the prequels are epic. <laughs> but the sequels, the movies that just came out, they're nothing like the ones that I had as a kid. They ruined Star Wars. They're just bad. Even, and, uh, I, I guarantee... even though I'm a grown man in my 30s, you should be doing more productive <laughs> things with my time. He let me go out and make a 12-hour trilogy of how much I dislike this. And then like 10, 15 years from now, there's going to be a new Star Wars trilogy that everyone's like, you know what? The sequels weren't that bad because I watched them as a kid and you know what? They're nostalgic. And then like the new trilogy is going to come out. And, like, <laughs> You're going to be like an old bearded <laughs> man standing outside of a, of a movie theater. I told all of you. I told you all. Like, like you know what the sequels are okay but this new trilogy that's coming out it's dog shit it ruins star wars 
Uh, we are incredibly over time, and I didn't see that happening with this episode. So, any last remarks? Um, last Jedi is a good movie. If you don't like it, fine. I don't care. It's just if you don't like it because of stupid ass reasons, touch grass. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you don't have to love everything. It's just like at least like pay attention to what's happening in the movie. <laughs> Don't listen to what the bad guy says and take it at face value as the message of the film because that's not how films work. Um, it's got a lot of really good characters, really good moments. Like it is Star Wars through and through. You can't tell me that it's a good movie, but not a good Star Wars movie because, like, fucking, like, what separates this from the rest of the Star Wars movies? I don't know. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, May, tell all the people where they can follow us. Follow us on Twitter at Pod Outliers.